Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm doing really great. I'm, I'm excited. We're in our sixth episode uh, centered on the subject of yeah. mental and emotional well-being. Yeah. Um, and you might be wondering, you know, why are we spending so much time? Like, we're spend two months almost yeah. on this subject. It's because we are seeing a wave yeah. of burnout. Yeah. Uh, Barna reported in April of 2022 that 42% of lead pastors were seriously considering quitting the ministry. Yeah. And the main drivers that they listed were stress, isolation, and politics. Now we're not yeah. going to we're not going to talk about <laughs> politics today. Um but there's just and I've noticed this uh in 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 all of the clients that are coming our way that not all of our clients are are feeling uh burnout but there's more than ever I, yeah. I see more than ever this is happening, and, and that concerns us, right, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But but w- one of the reasons it concerns us is it's so much easier to do something stupid yes. when we're worn out. Yes. Um, so today, I'd like us to start a conversation about another building block that helps us create emotional resilience, and that's running oh. on a full tank. Yes. Running on a full tank. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 11, I, I, this is a this has become a life passage for me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you. Don't take your parishioner's yoke upon you. Don't even take your own yoke upon you. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. Now I've read that in the past and thought your yoke seems anything but easy. Yeah. Or light. But I wonder, Jim, if that's those moments were moments or seasons of my life where I took on some things God never intended me to. Yeah. What do you think? I'm with you. Yeah. I I, I might I might be a, in a congregation of one with you preaching the sermon, but I'm I'm with you. I'm 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 hearing it because I need to hear it. So I might be hearing it differently than I would normally hear a podcast um recently just been burning the candle both ends i'm i'm physically injured which it's not easy to sleep all that kind of stuff and then i got to get away with my wife for a few days and i'm a different man i'm still injured i still got a lot going on but i'm facing everything very differently because a few days with my wife is like like getting a massage for three consecutive days it's just it's just good for me to yeah. detach, to enjoy my marriage, and now I'm ready to come back. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to amen and give in the offering. Receive the offering. I'll give. I'll give big. All money. right. So, so when it comes <laughs> to running on a full tank, uh, we're going to spend two pods on this. I'd like to yeah. really talk just about the baselines today. Okay. There, there yeah. are three like foundational baselines that you need to know. I need to know. Our listeners and watchers need to know if they want to run on a full emotional and mental tank. And here's the first one. Yes. You cannot give what you do not have. Yeah. Yep. You know, if you have no fuel in the tank, it's difficult to keep running the race. <laughs> yeah. And and when you're finding it difficult to run the race, I think sometimes our thoughts go to I'm a bad person. I'm a bad leader. Mm-hmm. 
I'm inadequate. But I think many times it has nothing to do with those at all. It's because you have allowed your emotional and mental tank to get depleted. And now you're running on fumes. And when you get to that place in your life, you don't have much left over to give away. Jim, what do you think about this first baseline? Yeah, I, I love that line. You cannot give away what you do not have. I, and the world's going to come up to you and ask for another thousand dollars, and all you have is a hundred. And and if I'm a carpenter, I can fake having a good attitude and build a building, but you can't do that as the as the owner of the the carpentry company dealing with a crew. You can't do that as a pastor, certainly as an artist. Right. I you know we we're responsible to hear a voice from heaven and create what we've been commanded. That that's not painting a wall. That's painting a map masterpiece it's yeah we all know what it feels like to write a paper that we don't care about in college or in high school or whatever man that can't be ministry we cannot phone in some answer we don't mean it has to it ministry has to come from the depths of our soul or or i don't know what the rest of that sentence is but or it ain't good how's that or it ain't good and that's i mean and we could talk about all the ways it ain't good but i think i think our, our listeners and watchers get the message so just just to acknowledge that yeah. when, you're exa- when you're exhausted, especially if you're exhausted on the inside, yeah, there's not much left to give people. So it, it matters that you learn how to fill that thing up. And it's not a one-time thing. It's an ongoing, it's just like driving your car, right? I mean, you just got to fill yes. that baby up on a regular basis to keep moving forward. Yeah. Here's the second baseline. And this might be a well-duh baseline, but I want to talk about it anyway. You are an emotional being. Yeah. Jim, we're not just body and spirit. We're three-part beings. Body, spirit. The spirit is that part of us that connects to God. Yeah. And soul. And the soul component includes our thinking patterns and the emotions we attach to those thinking patterns. Right. And and most leaders... Mm at least when I started out in ministry a long time ago, paid no attention to this part of their being. Yeah. You know, the idea was that if you took care of the spirit part of your world, that that part of you that connects to God, all the other parts would be healthy. Yeah. But here's what I've realized that no matter how much I pray and read God's word, if I don't exercise and stay away from the refrigerator, my body won't be healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And and so I think we've had this false idea that if I work on my walk with Jesus and I'm really diligent there, that I don't need to pay attention to these other two areas of my mm-hmm. life. And I believe this, that nothing could be further from the truth. Yes. What do you think about that second one, Jim? Second Jesus says it, right? You know, but let's let's pray. Pray that you don't fall into temptation. He comes back a little while later and they're all sleeping. And he says, the, the problem is not, is not your spirit. Your spirit's mm-hmm. willing. There's another part of you that's causing a systemic failure. And, and so you cannot just focus on your physique or your spirit or your soul. I, they're all connected. They're all interconnected. So without yeah. all of them being healthy, none of it can produce the fruit that, that we could have produced if we'd have paid better attention. Yeah. So the way I kind of envision it, Jim, is that we have three yeah. tanks. If you can think about three tanks, we have the physical tank. Yeah. We have the mental and emotional tank, and we have the spiritual tank. Yes, we do. They all interplay with each other. However, Mm -hmm. each one 
requires a separate set of behaviors yes. to be full. Yep. So again, yep. if I'm praying, studying, worshiping, I'm doing I'm doing great dealing with my anger and I'm I'm, I'm doing all that, mm -hmm. but I am working 80 hours a week. I'm neglecting my friend and I'm getting into the next week's yeah. pod. So I, I want to be careful here. Yeah. I'm not caring yeah. for the emotional part of my being. I will get into trouble in one way, shape or form. Yes. And sometimes that trouble is a bad decision. Sometimes that trouble is yeah. anxiety. Sometimes that trouble is depression. Sometimes that trouble is mm -hmm. insomnia. And, and, you know, I could go on and on there, but you yeah. are an emotional being. Please accept that. Because it's true, God created us that way on purpose. Um, and can I can I just interject something here? Because I, yes, I think oh now I got three things I have to maintain. I I need to go to the gym and I need to do yoga and I need to like stop. I I have found that that half hour of vigorous exercise, listening to worship music, touches all three parts of me. I, mm -hmm. I have found that a date night with my wife, relaxing, touches all yes. three parts of me. I have found that that if I walk while I pray. Um, and I spend time with a friend. I, I mean, all these things. So they they are they're interconnected in a, in a very useful way, not just in a very user yeah. way. So uh, distance running. I used to love distance running. I get up in the crunchy snow and the you know the first daylight and ten miles, and I, I come back with a refreshed soul, an exerted body, and and a, and a renewed spirit. And it was, you know, I was ten miles. So it was only eight hours. Uh, you know, of, of I'm sorry, it was ten miles, but I, you know it. You you can you can uh, what do they call that habit stack these yeah. in a very effective way. Jesus, you know, all that distance between Capernaum and Jerusalem, those, that's three days of walking. There's fresh air, sunshine, campfires, you know. So we we can habit stack our lives in such right. a way that this is not some huge demand to keep all three tanks full. No, that's so good. Uh, uh, I think what you're saying is that we can get really creative with this. Now, I, I was with you until you talked about running 10 miles in the snow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, you lost me there, but I appreciate that perspective. Let me give you the third, uh, the third uh, baseline that you have to yeah. know. And this baseline has four components to it. And we're only going to talk about the first component. And then we'll leave the other three for episode 180. And that is, you need to pay attention to three key emotional indicators in your life. Okay. You know, and these indicators really reveal how much emotional fuel we have in our tank. You know, sometimes it's hard to know how, you know, is yeah. the tank yeah. full? Is it half Is it half full? Is it right. really nearly empty? Right. You know, it would be great, Jim. We would be billionaires if we could create an emotional Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> That would alert us. It's a mood ring. Remember that from the 70s? Yeah. It would alert with my, us. With my pet rock. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, you're getting low. Time to refuel. But yeah. until, until somebody invents that, we have to rely on other indicators. So I'm going to yeah. take just one indicator. And then our next pod, will unpack the rest. In indicator right. one, we're talking about these three emotional indicators is your pace yeah. or your schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that I could predict with a great deg degree of accuracy yep. how much fuel you have in the tank by a quick glance at your calendar. Yep. If you showed me the next <clears throat> three months of your calendar, I could almost predict where you're going to land in terms of emotional fuel level yep. in three months. And, and so 
I, I what I've noticed, and maybe you've noticed this too, Jim, is that leaders tend to operate, excuse me, in the realm of extremes when it comes to pace. Yeah. Um, yeah. They either work a hundred hours a week or they work five. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're not advocating either of those. Um, yeah. If you lean toward workaholism, we're not suggesting you overreact to that by swinging to the opposite extreme of laziness, right. nor if you have observed, you're a young leader and you have observed workaholism in older leaders, we're not, we're not encouraging you mm-hmm. to swing to the other extreme of that pendulum. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're lazy, knock it off. Yeah. Just knock it off. That's not healthy for right. you. Start right. producing. Show up. Work. Produce. Look, right. what you do in the ministry. I think everybody, everybody's job is important and it matters, you know, for the most part. I know there's exceptions to that. You know, yeah. like I, and I don't want to go down that path or else, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll get derailed. But my point is, we're not telling you if... You have observed workaholism. You say, I'm never going to do that to go to the lazy side of the world. That will destroy your life. Yeah. If you're a workaholic, knock it off. Stop trying to do what God's called you to do in your own strength. Right. Laziness and workaholism are evil twins. Yeah. And health is somewhere in the middle range. Yeah. What do you think, Jim, about this? Yeah, it's, it's funny. If you, took, if you took emotional capital and you change it to, to financial capital, it makes perfect sense. It needs to be a certain income to match a certain outgo. Your, your savings, your, your, your store is increasing or decreasing. Deficit is always bad. Asset is always good. And, and so, it, but we value dollars in, in a way that we probably don't value our emotional health hmm. until we're bankrupt. Then we have a, a new appreciation for emotional health. So I, yeah, yeah. I, I think look at your look at your budget, look at your calendar, look at your emotional Fitbit that we hope to somehow create. And, yeah. and what you'll find is that there certain things bring assets to you, certain things take assets away from you, and you never want to be in a deficit. You never want to be in a position where you're required to give more than you have, because that that money just spends different. That there's interest yeah. tacked onto that, and eventually there's a bankruptcy. They can lead you to. So we understand yeah. minutes and we value them. So we have schedules. We understand dollars and we value them. So we so we budget them. You have to understand emotional health works in the same way a calendar does, yeah. in the same way a checkbook does. Income, outgo. What I have to give and, and what I give, those have to match in, in, a, in, a, in a beautiful way so that you can increase. You can kind of begin to tweak a calendar, tweak a budget you know, so that it really produces, really starts to ramp up. You can do the same thing with your soul. And you can be, I mean, we should be baptized in the Holy Spirit, not baptized in lemon juice, right? We should be the happiest people on the planet. We, we know this is not our home. So what's, what is robbing us and causing the deficit? Let's be honest. Let's take care, care of ourselves. I'm with you 100%, John. Yeah. So here at Converge, you know, we work hard. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we work smart. Yeah. As well, but we also work hard at resting. Yep. And refueling and rejuvenating. And, and God has called you, if you're a leader, if you're a business leader who loves the Lord, if you're a church leader who loves the Lord, God has called you to a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. And and running and leading on a full 
fuller tank will help you to be a better marathoner. And we want you in it for the long haul. Our mission is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. And so in the next pod, Jim, I'd like us to unpack the other indicators on this uh, emotional fuel tank of ours. Right on. Well, John, thank you. It's a brilliant start. And I think a wonderful addition to the last six weeks. So God bless you. Thanks for sharing your insights. They come come from countless conversations with countless pastors. We know it's not, I read a book or, or I have an experience. You, you're, you have shared experiences with, with hundreds is now thousands of people. So thank you for sharing their stories with us today. And, and if you're listening saying, you know what, I, I'm not emotionally healthy and I don't know how to become emotionally healthy. It's, it's funny what a coach can do, uh, what a trainer can do, what a chiropractor can do, what a doctor can do. When, when people who specialize in what's hurting us specialize in getting us out of that pain into health. Um, They can do more in an hour. A counselor can do more in an hour than I can do in a year of reading self-help books about counseling. It's just that when the word kind of becomes flesh and you get to see with your eyes and hear with your heart, um, somebody's experiences, it's powerful. So at Converge Coaching, um, man, if you say, I'd love to have a conversation just like that, go to convergecoach.com. There's a big link. It says, just click on, I want to talk. And we love this. Our team loves this half hour is an important half hour to us. We look forward to these conversations, the introductions of issues and problems and potential. And so don't deny us that joy, if you would, please. Click on that and let's have a conversation real soon. And we love you. We're praying for you. Again, it's Tuesday. You haven't quit. That's good, man. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, we pray for you. We bless you. We love you. And keep going as you continue to lead from alignment.